So the question is this, how are busy people like us, working full-time, raising kids, overcoming everything that life throws our way, how do we prioritize ourselves, accomplish our health and fitness goals, and build a body we're confident in? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Chris Merritt, and welcome to the Beyond Strength Show. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the second episode of the Beyond Strength Show. This week, we're going to talk about nutrition, specifically what we deem the three levels of nutrition, because here's the truth. People come in and they join the gym, and I put the emphasis on gym because people are thinking about working out, but in order for people to accomplish pretty much every goal we see laid in front of us, we got to talk about nutrition, and people have the craziest ideas about nutrition. And my goal today is to simplify that by introducing you to these three levels of nutrition. Now, number one, I want you to recognize something. I'm not saying diet. We're not gonna talk about diets. We're not gonna talk about ketogenic. We're not gonna talk about South Beach. We're not gonna talk about paleo. We're not gonna talk about Whole30. We're not gonna talk about any diet that has a name because have you ever met someone that does one of those for life and and really sticks to it and does really, really well and seems like they actually enjoy life and they can go out and they can enjoy social uh, interaction and social settings? And I, maybe you can. Maybe you can think, you're like, no, I can think of that one person. I can think of those two people, right? It's hard to think of those people. So the reality is while some of those things may be good, in the short term, they're usually not best for us in the long run. So what we're gonna talk about today is something that can literally get you off the diet roller coaster for life, is actually sustainable, actually allows you to go out into social settings, social functions, not be that person that's like, oh, I can't have this, can't have that. Like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna do? Like, I can only have uh, fats. I can only, I can't have carbs. I can't have this, or I can only have this, right? Like you don't need to be that person. And we're going to talk about how that is. And so my goal today is to help you understand the three levels to recognize where you might currently be and what the next best step may be for you. Because if you're listening to this podcast, I would imagine that you're looking to accomplish some health and fitness goals. So you might not be 100% satisfied with the current state that you're at. So if I'm getting a yeah from that, then once we understand where we currently are, we my goal is for you to be able to make a calculated judgment on what might be your next best move in terms of where you think you'd fit into these levels. And then of course, if you need any help with anything whatsoever, you can hit me up and I will be happy to uh, help you out however I can, all right? So let's jump in. So the first thing I wanna do, similar to last episode, I wanna go back and give a little bit of a backstory. And I I'm gonna go over these periods of my life pretty quickly, but there are some some 
times that stand out that led me to believe certain things. Just like the things that you believe in your life are all based on different circumstances, something that someone told you. If you ever get curious and go back, pick a belief. Why do I believe that? Where did I first hear that, right? We, we all can trace things back, no matter how hard it may be. And for me, my original approach to nutrition when it came to health and fitness, specifically um, putting on muscle and being lean, was in the world of bodybuilding. You know, a lot of people will say, hey, if, if you want to get really lean, you should look at what the leanest people in the world do. And that's bodybuilders, right? And young Chris, that's what he did. And at 21 years old, I was getting ready, actually technically 20 years old, I was getting ready to do my very first bodybuilding show, my one and only, okay? And the week of this show, it got canceled. And if you listen to episode one, you might be like, Chris, what's up with you and the week of something supposed to happen falling through, right? Because in the first episode I talked about, I was going to open a gym in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And when I say it fell through at the last minute, I mean the week of it fell through, okay? Now I'm telling you, I'm going to do a bodybuilding show and I'm going to talk about what that has to do with with what we're going to talk about today. And the week of days out, it fell through. Specifically, it fell through on my 21st birthday. I kid you not. On my 21st birthday, I was foregoing alcohol. I was foregoing any treats and sweets. Uh, I was really living on a diet leading up to that point of like, vegetables. I know I was constantly like grilling um, asparagus and broccoli and uh, living on tilapia. I mean, like I was in my final cut phase. I was doing a water cut. I was eating, uh, I'm throwing up air quotes here, incredibly clean as we said at that time. And uh, it was miserable. I was miserable to be around. I couldn't function in social settings. I literally went over to my girlfriend's house at the time and they were doing a cookout in her backyard around the pool and Everyone's enjoying different things. And they're like, oh, Chris, can you have this? And I said no to blueberries. I was like, I can't have that sugar right now. (laughs) Um, It sucked. I was miserable, right? And it wasn't just the final preparation for that show. I was a skinny kid in high school. And when I say skinny, I mean skinny. And I always wanted to be muscular. And so I worked for years, years to put on muscle and finally got the confidence to apparently go stand on stage under the bright lights in, if we're being honest, what's essentially a skimpy Speedo. And the week of the show, it gets canceled. Part of me is happy because now all of those photos aren't out there for the world to see, even though like I was, I, I was pretty proud of what I accomplished. There are some photos and I'm gonna talk about how you can see them. There are some photos, um, but point being, I wanted to get muscular, I wanted to get really lean and I did that. And the approach that we used, as I just talked about in the final phase was eating like just horrible. And by horrible, I mean like bland, um, all these rules and restrictions. I was aiming for very specific uh, protein, um, carbohydrate and fat goals. I was on a macro diet, a macronutrient goal aimed diet, right? And it worked, it worked, but it wasn't fun. But I knew that it worked. It gave me certainty. And so as I progressed on over years, over the years, and and I'm a personal trainer, I'm working with different people, because I knew that that approach worked, I used that approach with my clients. And many of them got phenomenal results, including like I was still doing this 
in 2011, 2012, 2013, um, 2014, still doing this. And I picked those years specifically because the gym, BSP Nova, we opened in 2011. And you can go back into our Facebook page and you can look at all the before and afters we used to post. And most of those people, I would test their body composition. I would run some calculations and I would say, you need to get about this many calories a day, this many grams of protein, this many grams of carbs, this many grams of fats. And people would get phenomenal results and we got the pictures to prove it, right? But what we didn't talk about was all the people that didn't get the results. And it made me really insecure, if I'm being honest, because I'm like, why do these people over here get results and these people over here don't? And I started telling myself, well, these people that aren't getting results, they're just not disciplined. They're just not doing the thing. Okay, Chris, you're supposed to be this great coach. Like, why aren't they doing the thing, right? Why might that be? And the reality is that that approach isn't for everyone. And now I will tell you, I don't think that approach is, is the healthiest approach, both from like a mental health standpoint and even from like a literal health standpoint, depending on how someone is going about it. But again, it worked and I got the pictures to prove it. Okay. So around that time, I said 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, we're doing that with clients. Something interesting was happening with me. And what that was is that the gym kept getting busier and busier and busier. And for the most part, I'm a one man show. I am the trainer. I'm the janitor. I'm the maintenance guy. I handle the billing. I handle the scheduling. I handle everything that you can imagine in that business. It's all on me. Okay. And as a result of getting busier and busier, great problem to have, right? Great problem to have. As a result of getting busier and busier, my own training, uh, not first, actually, let's go first. My nutrition started to slide because I'm opening the gym. I'm there all day. I would run home, let my dogs out, come back, um, train people into the evening, get home late, not get enough sleep. I mean, it was just a cascade of things. But as a result, I was constantly grabbing food on the go. I definitely was no longer counting calories and macros. And I was just sort of like, I'm just, just eating. You know, like, ah, you know, when I did bodybuilding, like I ate a lot of protein. So I'm slamming protein shakes, making sure I'm eating lots of chicken and steak. And yeah, I'll get some vegetables in. And yeah, well, you know, we got to have like our carbs, but like, I wasn't tracking a thing. I was just eating. And the reality was for me, for me, everything's relative. I was getting really out of shape and my confidence was kind of on a decline. And I was feeling insecure in that like, here I am, I'm supposed to be this coach that can guide everybody to their goals, right? And I'm over here struggling myself. And so I'm looking for answers. And my wife, Jess and I were like, well, you know what? Like, we know this macro thing works. Let's go back and do that again. And so we do it because my, because, because Jess also wanted to make some changes. She's right there with me. And so we do it. And it's just different being a busy professional now. You know, when I was young, 20 something college kid who had all the time in the world to go, you know, grill my food and, and put things into Tupperware and I'd be the guy carrying them into class and I'd walk into class with my gallon of water. Crazy, right? Um, it was easier to do, but now I'm a busy professional. My wife works for the government. She's busy. She can't go like carting all this food into work. And like we were struggling with the macronutrient approach. We'd find ourselves at dinner. Anyone that's on the macro approach probably can relate to this story. We'd find ourselves at dinner. She'd be like, what do you, what do you have left? I'm like, well, I got uh, four grams of fat. I got uh, 
32 grams of carbs and I've got 10 grams of protein left, which is like, okay, what do I eat that gives me, <laughs> gives me the macros to, to finish out the day, right? And the reality is it's not that important. It's not that important. You don't need to be that dead on, but I would obsess over it. And it was only further contributing to my stress. Same thing with my wife and, and we didn't stick with it, right? All of a sudden I knew what my clients were experiencing when I'm like, oh, like it's their problem. Like, like they just, they just don't have the willpower to do this. Like, huh, taste of my own medicine here. So it's not working for me. Now I'm starting to feel like, oh, what am I gonna do? So I go looking for answers and I come across this company called Precision Nutrition. And they take a very different approach than everything I learned with bodybuilding and, and macros. And their approach was, you don't need to obsess over those things. We know the science. We do know that energy balance is king, right? That if we consume less calories than uh, we burn off in a day, we're going to lose weight, right? We don't want to go nuts with that, but it's relatively true. If we consume more calories than we burn off in a day, we're going to gain weight. Cool. All right. But we don't need to necessarily obsess over calories and macronutrients if we instead focus on habits and skills that help us to, one, be mindful and actually understand the signals our body gives us. Am I actually hungry? Or maybe am I feeling an emotion? Maybe I'm bored, whatever it may be, and that's leading me to go and get food. Or maybe there's something in my environment. I smelled something or I walked by the break room at work and I saw this food and, oh, I want that. Now I'm hungry and I can't get that to shut off, right? So we work on skills to help us work on those things. We work on plating balanced portions, right? So where bodybuilding was all about like counting the macronutrients, protein, fats, carbs, and that gave you the, the calorie goal that you were aiming for. The mindfulness approach said, ah, you know, if, if you do these hand portions that Precision Nutrition taught for women, one palm of protein, one fist of veggies, one thumb of fats, one cupped handful of carbs, breakfast, lunch, dinner. For the guys, just double it. Two palms of protein, two uh, fists of veggies, two thumbs of fats, two cupped handfuls of carbs, breakfast, lunch, dinner. It's not perfect, but it's a really good starting point. And then you just pay attention. You use all the mindfulness skills they're teaching you. Okay, you're still really hungry? Well, how's our fluid intake? Are we drinking water, tea, maybe occasionally having some coffee? Um, yeah, we're still really hungry. Okay, like what's our goal? Our goal is fat loss. Hey, let's just add in a little bit more veggies. Let's be careful not to load them up with, with butter or whatever, not to vilify that, but just pay attention that we're not also putting in, you know, another thumb of fats with our carbs because now we're or with our veggies, because now we're going to up the, um, calories and energy balance is king. We might wind up accidentally screwing ourselves up. And so in, in learning about precision nutrition, I did two things. I wound up signing up for their certification to become a certified precision nutrition coach. Cause I'm like, you know what? This macronutrient approach works with many of our clients, but not all of them. And they're over here, not just saying that this works, but they've got pictures on their website and you can go see it, precisionnutrition.com. And you can see these before and afters. And we'll get to the story here in a little bit, but if you look close, you uh, could go into July, 2016, I think it would be men's finalists. And you can find my before and afters in there, um, kind of lead you into where we're going here. But I decided to sign up for their certification because, you know, maybe this 
will also work for all those people who macronutrients weren't working for in the gym. Awesome. Maybe this will just work for everybody and no one needs to be doing this macro approach even better. Okay. So I signed up for the certification, but then remember my wife and I are still looking for answers. They have a coaching program where they actually have a women's coaching track and a men's coaching track. And you actually get a coach and you're put into a group and, and they, they put you on a one year program where they work with you on the habits and skills to actually not just improve your nutrition, but have a complete body transformation. Boom, let's do it. So in the first episode of this podcast, I talked about how as I was beginning my education about personal training, school, college, I actually got certified right before I started college and I worked as a trainer all throughout college. Best sort of mistake. It wasn't a real like grand plan, but experiential learning. It's a winner. It works. You learn something, you apply it. You learn something, you apply it and it sticks. And I can't, again, say that it was my grand plan here, but I did the same thing with nutrition. So I'm going through the certification. I'm experiencing it as a coach and I'm applying this stuff to our clients and we're having phenomenal results, right? Personally, as well as with people in the gym. So long story short, go through the whole year. Um, My wife and I absolutely loved it. Uh, we got phenomenal results. I wound up being a finalist, um, in the top, I think it's like 25 men in in the running for a $25,000 grand prize. Didn't win the money, didn't win any money, but still pretty awesome. Right. And learned a ton, learned a ton. And the craziest thing didn't really, uh, realize it at the time, but soon after we wound up doing a side by side of said, I did that bodybuilding prep and it got canceled at the last minute. And on my 21st birthday, before I wound up being like, well, screw it, I'm gonna have a beer with my dad. And uh, my girlfriend at the time made me this funfetti cake that I wound up eating pretty much the whole thing. I'm probably the only person that woke up my 21st birthday with the hangover, not from alcohol, but from sugar, because after not having it for so long, oh my God, did it hurt. <laughs> so, um, but I have these pictures from getting ready for that show. And, and now I have these pictures from uh, the aftermath of going through a year of coaching with precision nutrition, two very different approaches. Remember I was miserable to be around with the bodybuilding approach, counting calories, macros, um, just a real drag at social settings. Like, no, I cannot eat those blueberries. They have too much sugar. (laughs) Precision nutrition. My wife and I are still going out to eat regularly one to two times a week. Um, we're not, weighing food in the kitchen. We're not obsessing over the exact calories and macronutrients. We're not even really, all that we're doing is paying attention to what's on the plate and how we feel. That's, that's kind of oversimplifying it, but in in a simple statement, that's really all that we were doing. And I'm talking about these photos. We did a side-by-side comparison. And if you want to see it, I said, you can see these photos. You can see the embarrassing photo of me tan up to like my neckline, um, with this fake self tanner that I was doing days out from this bodybuilding show, all orange. Uh, in my parents' kitchen in essentially a skimpy Speedo. It's an awesome image to see. (laughs) Um, You can see that side by side. That's 21-year-old Chris. Side by side with, I think, 30-year-old Chris. I don't know. I think 30 years old. um, When I finished out the Precision Nutrition Year of Coaching. You can see these pictures side by side with my pre where I was at going into Precision Nutrition Coaching when I was not feeling real good, not feeling confident, um, and wanting to make a change. So you can see these things. And here's the crazy thing. People say, if you want to be like the leanest, if, if, if you want to get really, really lean, learn from the leanest people in the world, bodybuilders, right? But the crazy thing is, it's not just me. Many people have looked at those photos and like, holy crap, dude, you look 
leaner. You look more dense in the photo in good way, like, like muscular and lean in the photo after a year of precision nutrition coaching where I didn't obsess over all the minor details. I just took a mindful approach, right? I, I worked on habits and skills and wound up arguably being leaner. And the only reason why I say arguably is because I didn't do my body fat. Uh, I did during bodybuilding. I don't remember exactly what it was. Um, and plus like depending on who did it and what they used, but it was, it was single digits, like, like low mid single digits in that week up to the bodybuilding show with precision nutrition. I didn't do body composition, but I'm certain I was single digits again. I was right there. People look at it and they're like, dude, you're leaner and more muscular in that. And I wasn't training crazy like a bodybuilder. I wasn't obsessing over cardio to get that lean, like in the final week prep, like I was during bodybuilding. And I was like, holy crap. And like I said, I'd been applying these principles to clients in the gym as I'm going through and experiencing it myself and people are having great results. But, 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 but here's the truth. There are people who weren't getting results. So we have the macro approach. You can go back in the gym's Facebook page and you can see all these before and afters. Most of those people did macros, phenomenal results, but there's more people who we have before pictures and don't really have after pictures on because they weren't getting results because they were probably like I wound up experiencing not long after a busy professional who was like, I don't have time to do all this crap. And it wound up becoming too big of a stressor in their life. It just, it just added more stress than it did any work in like taking them towards this idealized version of their self that they were hoping to become and coming in the door. Now go forward, precision nutrition, right? No, we don't need to obsess over that. We can do this mindful approach. We can work on these habits and skills. We can plate balance portions. We can pay attention to our body signals and Lo and behold, look at that. We're getting in, in the best shape of our lives, except for just like the macros approach, there's a bunch of people who aren't seeing the results. Now I'm over here scratching my head and I'm like, what gives? So is it just that some people should do the macro approach and some people should do the mindful approach? The young people with all the time in the world, not even just young, but anyone with all the time in the world and has the time to prep that food and um, make sure that everything's in line, like they'll do okay with the macro approach. And the people who are busy and have so much to manage, they just need to learn like to understand their own body and, and be mindful with their approach to their food and, and plate balance portions. Hmm. You know, and, and over the years, here's what really came to be. We discovered that there's a middle, there's a middle. So I said three levels of nutrition. Okay. So that's the backstory. Now we're going to go a little bit quicker here in terms of these three levels. And I'm going to help you determine where you currently are and where you would likely benefit from being. And then you can do with that, whatever you'd like. If you'd like my help, we can talk. Um, I'm going to make it pretty straightforward. So you can probably run with it, but here goes. So the mindful approach, the precision nutrition approach, which isn't just by them. There's another phenomenal coach by the name of Josh Hillis, his new book, lean and strong. If you want a resource, my opinion is the best book at the consumer level on nutrition out there. It's called Lean and Strong. You can also look him up. He's done podcast interviews. Great, 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 great stuff. So um, I'm just saying precision nutrition because that's the certification that introduced me to it. So the mindful approach is level one. Okay, so we're there. And we are not seeing the results that we want. Like I said, a bunch of our clients were experiencing. What's the issue? Well, we know as we went back and talked about the science of it all, energy balance is king, okay? And then 
beyond energy balance it's not just calories sure you can go and see you can see like that that one professor who did the the experiment where he did like the twinkie diet and he ate like twinkies and oreos he did also supplement i think with a can of green beans a day and he did have a protein shake right but but still the majority of his food was from junk food and he did it to show that calories matter most and he actually got leaner and then the craziest thing too is it wasn't like a super long-term study but even like his health markers improved i'm like what were you doing before bro but anyways like so energy balance is king so if if we know that right and we do we know that barring any medical restrictions energy balance and, and even then like energy balance is still king but there may be something going on medically that like oh that's why we're not seeing what we want but but barring any medical issue you're doing level one you're not seeing the results that you would like or or especially not as quickly as you would like level two is a step up from that we don't need to go up to what level three is right level three is the macro approach it works for a lot of people some people actually enjoy it it doesn't need to be miserable i keep going back to it was miserable i'm going to talk about someone doing it now who's not miserable loves it is having phenomenal results um but we don't need to jump to that if level one isn't working there's this middle ground and what the middle ground it's level two level two is that we go huh i wonder why that might be and so rather than set targets and aim for calories protein fat carb breakdown we track by using either an app like my fitness pal that makes it very very easy to track your food you can scan barcodes you can you can enter things in sure if you're going to do this right you should be weighing food but this is short term we're not going to make weighing food and obsessing over these things your life right but level two is tracking it as you go not the end of the day trying to recall because even right now i want you to think what's every single thing that you ate yesterday or depending on what time of day it is right now maybe you're listening to this at the end of the day what's every single thing that you ate today can you remember every single thing is there a chance that you were at your desk or you were in the car or you met up with a friend and you just forgot that you did have that whatever, right? We forget things all the time. So regardless of what approach you use, when you bite it, write it, as our friend Mike Russell says. When you bite it, write it, okay? So with this level two approach, you're going to track it. And if you're gonna use something like MyFitnessPal, it's actually going to give you calories and then a breakdown of protein, fats, and carbs. Those are your macros from the level three approach. And what's cool is that really the protein, fats, and carbs, the, the, the calories are the energy balance, right? The calories are the energy balance. So we can get a ballpark of, of what you're eating in a day. And we should do this for days, like preferably, you know, some people will say three days, five days. I'm like, do it for a week or two. Do it for a week or two and don't change your behavior because you're tracking it. Otherwise, this whole thing is a waste. It's for not, right? But we track it and then the calories, we see an average of how many calories you're consuming across the days. And it's gonna be up and down different days, but we're gonna see, and you're gonna see like, okay, maybe it's just that we are, and, and really 9, 9.9 times out of 10, it's gonna be that you're consuming too many calories, right? But then even beyond that, are you plating unbalanced portions? Well, how can you tell if you're plating unbalanced portions from just looking at proteins, fats, carbs. Well, if we go back to precision nutrition and their hand portion, palm of protein, fist of veggies, thumb of fats, cupped handful of carbs, that was their way of simplifying a ballpark of balanced portions with the macro approach, but making it just mindful and not obsessing over it. And it works out to be pretty good. So we do level two, we track, and here's all that we're really doing. We're looking for a culprit 
or culprits. Okay. And what I mean by that is maybe there's one big glaring thing that we're like, aha, that's it. And this does happen. This happens pretty often. And what that culprit might be is that every day you have a little snack. And I say little because in size, it might actually be little and, and unbeknownst to you, it's very calorically dense. There was someone at the gym that we did this with and she was tracking and she hit me up within like a day or two. She's like, oh my God, every single day, Chris, like most days of the week, I have this snack. I don't remember what it was or else I would tell you. And she said that she just realized by doing this and, and typing it in, it's 500 calories. So she said she has it most days of the week. So let's say that's five days a week. It's 2,500 extra calories a week. That's 10,000 extra calories a month. You can do the math going across a year and really it'd be a little bit more than that a month because I'm just doing four weeks in a month, which we know there's a little bit more than four weeks. So what do you know? <laughs> she cut that out. I think she even just like replaced it with, with a much lower calorie snack. So she still had something. She was still satisfied, but needless to say, she's texting me a few days later. Oh my God. Like her weight wasn't budging. She's frustrated. What am I doing wrong? Like maybe it's me. Maybe, maybe I'm too old, whatever. I don't remember exactly what she was saying, but I do know that she hit me up a few days later. She's like, I'm down three pounds. A little while later, I'm down five pounds. Awesome. It's not about the weight, but that was her goal, right? Boom. We found the culprit. Other times, maybe we find that we're just plating completely unbalanced portions. We're not getting nearly enough protein to uh, maintain muscle mass as we're dieting down and, you know, or, or anything else, right? Like we got to get enough protein to be able to maintain lean muscle mass. We want to have enough carbs, keep our energy high, enough fats to absorb key nutrients. We don't want to vilify any of these things, but we can look and we find out that we're not plating balanced portions. But whatever it is, level two is about just observing and going, oh, all right. Now that I know that, I know I want to increase this or I want to adjust this or I want to remove this, whatever it is. And we go back to level one. We take what we learned and we go back to a level one approach and we keep on going until maybe at some point down the road, we're going to be like, oh man, I'm not seeing what I'd like to see. I wonder why that might be. Boom, level two for a little bit. Let's track. Oh, look, let's tweak this back to level one. And it works out. And it's not a diet. It's not a diet. If you remember, I kicked this thing off by saying diets are all about rules and restrictions. Can't have this. Like, ugh, I mean, just rules and restrictions, right? Like every diet is based on rules and restrictions. What I'm telling you isn't. It's based on obeying fundamental principles of energy balance and plating balance portions. You can go out. You can enjoy social settings. You're not really feeling restricted from anything. You can still enjoy your treats. Um, it, it, it works, right? So that's our level two. And then level three, obviously, is what we've been talking about. It's the macronutrient approach. And I am not saying that any one of these levels are good, bad, indifferent compared to the other. And that's where we're going to come to the final thing I said I wanted you to do today is think about where you currently are. If you are currently doing a diet, a name diet, if you can say, oh, I'm doing, and there's a name, you're on a diet. Okay. And if you're currently on a diet and you've tried other diets and you've tried other diets and other diets and other diets, or maybe you, you have your go-to diet, but you're on it, then you're off it, then you're on it, then you're off it. And you haven't seen real progress towards whatever the goals are that you would like to see. Maybe it's time for a change. Maybe it's time to step into level one and get off the diet roller coaster forever. Because with level one, 
you start to work on the mindfulness, actually paying attention to rather than the diet says I eat this at this time and in this whatever. How am I actually feeling? Right? So you work on the habits and skills to start to recognize your body's own signals. You work on plating balance portions, which doesn't say that anything is is off limits, right? Um, but if you're plating balance portions, you're you're eating, you know, mostly whole food. Hmm. It's probably gonna work out. So if you're on that diet train or you just don't really have an approach and you're looking to get started, level one is the way to go. Now, if you're doing level one and you feel like you're doing really well with it, you're 80, 85, 90% consistent. Notice I'm never saying 100%. The goal is not 100% consistency because we wanna have the room that if you'd like, I'm not saying if someone doesn't want it, they have to, but if you, if you want to, there's room there for you to have your treats, have the things that you enjoy, right? And if you're doing that 80, 85, 90% and you're not seeing the results that you were hoping for, that you were expecting, you think, hmm, wonder why that might be. You're ready for level two. We're gonna track. You could track it with something like MyFitnessPal and the thing that I left off earlier, it's not as precise, it's a bit more subjective. You could also do a photo food journal, which is take a picture of your food before you eat it every single time that you sit down to eat um, or write what you uh, eat into a journal as you do it. You're not really gonna get the breakdown of calories and and um, macros, but you still may find something you're like, oh my God. But you know, the person at the gym that I was talking about, she would not have found the 500 calorie snack because she still would have assumed that it's lower calorie, but you could also do it that way, right? But if you're currently doing a level one approach, you feel like you're doing pretty well, you're confused as to why you're not getting results, might be a good idea to try level two. Say, hmm, I wonder why that might be. We track, maybe we find culprits, maybe we find uh, that you're playing on balance portions. We make some adjustments and we go back to level one with what we learned and boom, we're progressing towards our goals. And maybe, just maybe, you're someone who has a very specific goal. You're looking to get to you know, by a certain time. Now I just said, like I got equally, if not more in shape doing a level one approach. I did not track anything for the year that I was doing precision nutrition and I got really, really lean. But to be honest, like maybe it's just that I got kind of lucky and there wasn't anything that I didn't really, you know, didn't sneak up on me that I didn't know that I was doing that I was self-sabotaging, right? But the level one approach did work, but maybe you're like, no, like, I want more certainty, Chris. I want to know. You said energy balance is king and you're talking about plate and balance portions and precision nutrition, that's their ballpark way, the hand portions. That's the ballpark way of getting to balance portions and macros. Well, I'd like to just do macros, okay? One, like you could do macros for life. I don't think it's the most enjoyable, but an approach that I find to work well for some people is short-term. Maybe for the next six, eight, 10, 12, 16, whatever weeks, you want to do a level three approach, which is macros, to get ready for some event. Well, then awesome. And the way that we do that is we would actually test your body composition and we would use what's called a total daily energy expenditure calculator. And if you look up, if you wanna do this yourself, if you have your body composition, um, I, I like to use the one from Legion Athletics. I think it's called the best damn TDEE calculator on the net. Um, 2020 might have might have a year in there but it's awesome and it will ask you some information and you plug it in and then you adjust your macros based on you know what uh what you'd like to do and I, I tend to agree with what they have on that website that most time when i do this with people i set their protein i set them at about a 25 percent uh deficit based on their tdee um, their total daily energy expenditure that's what that stands for and it really is just uh figuring out 
based on your body composition and how active you are about how many calories you burn a day. Okay. Including at rest and with your activity about how many calories you burn a day. Then from there, you set a reasonable deficit high enough that you still have the energy to do the things that you want to do and feel good, but low enough that you actually do drop weight, specifically drop body fat. It's not just about dropping weight, right? And then you go in um, and you, you get that uh, calorie number based on your TDEE, and then you adjust your macros. And I typically set people up, usually pretty standard 25% deficit, um, about 40% uh, percent on protein, and then we can be flexible in terms of fats and carbs. What do you enjoy more? We want to make sure that we're not excluding either one, right? Even though you may hear, oh, well, this diet says I should exclude this. Like, that's cool, but it's not the best thing long-term. We're not excluding either one. There are, there are ramifications to that. But there are different approaches in terms of how we do it. I think with, with Jess, which I guess I'm telling you now, I was going to say I would tell you someone that is doing level three and loves it and is having phenomenal results. It would be my wife is doing it again. Um, but she's doing it different this time and I'll share exactly what she's doing, but we have her set up at 40%, uh, percent, um, protein, 35% carb, 25% fat. If my memory serves me correct, there's no magic in those numbers. It's just, it lets her, uh, eat in a way that is enjoyable for her in terms of the content of, of what it is that she wants to eat. Right? So there's our three levels. So hopefully now with, with the backstory, you're like, okay, that, that all makes sense. I think I'm currently here. I think a reasonable next step for me based on where I want to go would be maybe to dabble at this level. Cool. And if you'd like any help with that whatsoever, uh, I'm happy to help. There's a lot of resources. I just said, look up that, that TDEE calculator from Legion Athletics. That actually has all kinds of stuff that you could read in there. And, and you could probably figure some of this out stuff out in your own. But if you'd like help, um, because like I said, I wouldn't stick with that level three approach forever. I don't think it's the best play long-term. I think that it's doing that to reach some type of a, a time-stamped goal. And then you go back to level one. And that's where we spend most of the time on education with our mem members is level one. We have an app that every single member of our gym gets access to um, as a bonus with their gym membership that actually works on uh, them establishing those habits and skills into their life. So um, yeah, if you want help with any of that. And then we'll go back because I left it off. I said I would tell you about someone that's doing great with level three and what they're doing. And this will be a future podcast episode at some point. But <laughs> I said that macros didn't work for us years ago when we tried it and we wound up doing precision nutrition, had phenomenal results. But uh, post baby, not a baby anymore, Finley, our daughter is three years old. Jess, once again, wasn't really happy with where she was and she was looking for a more drastic result. And to be honest with you, I was kind of resistant to it. I was like, why in the world would you want to go macros again? But we wound up kind of stumbling upon something that made it really, really easy to do. And like I said, we'll do a future podcast episode on this, but in short, what she does, we have a meal delivery company at the gym. It's called territory and she has her meals delivered from territory. Typically she does two to three meals a day, Monday through Friday with that breakfast, lunch, dinner, or some combination there of maybe it's lunch and, and dinner. Um, and with those, she knows she, she picks the meals from their website based on her macro goals. And it's not perfect in that, like once she enters, okay, I'm gonna have this for breakfast, this for lunch, this for dinner, the next day, she enters it the night before she sees, okay, I'm going to be short still a little bit. The old drill I, I talked about of like, ah, oh, about this many grams of protein, this many grams of carbs, this many grams of fats. But now instead of it being some zany off the wall numbers, she has gotten so good at being like, oh, I know it's going to be about this. 
And so for that, um, I want to have a snack. Personally, what I'm about to say, I think sounds gross, but she says it's great. We're going to talk about this on a future episode, see what you guys think. But she, I, I come home sometimes and she might be having like a rice cake with um, like one of those flavored tuna packets, like the tuna on top of the rice cake. Other times um, she's having a protein shake or uh, she gets like these different like protein cereals and stuff. And you're like cereal, but hey, it works. Um, she's made it fit into her level three. She goes out and enjoys social settings. She goes out more than I do. <laughs> um, and uh, it works. So like I said, we'll do a future episode on that. But for today, I hope that helped. I hope that that made sense of the craziness of diets. Leave the diets. You don't need something that has a name. If you enjoy it, cool. Maybe that's your version of level three, something you're doing short term to get to an end goal and then you want to come back. But my big recommendation would be coming back means to level one, not to just like on diet, off diet, on diet, off diet is a recipe to be on the yo-yo that we're all familiar with, to be on that roller coaster and the level one, level two, maybe level three, but I would say especially level one, level two is the key to getting off the diet roller coaster forever. All right. I hope that helps. If you need anything at all, shoot me an email. If you'd like help with any of this, chris at beyondstrengthperformance.com or check us out at bspnova.com. Thank you for listening and I will talk to you all soon. Bye. Hey, if you're not a current member of VSP Nova and you live in Northern Virginia, I'd like to invite you in for a free week with us. Getting started is easy. You're simply going to claim your free week by filling out a form on our website. We'll be in touch to answer any questions you may have and get you all set up. And then you experience the difference. Everything designed for you and your goals. No wasted time on things you don't need or aren't ready for. You will get stronger. You will boost energy. You will improve your cardio and you will burn body fat. Here's everything that free week includes. You're going to get a certainty session to strategize your success plan. So there's no wasted time on things you don't need or aren't ready for which means you'll never feel overwhelmed or silly with your training experience. You're going to get a personal orientation. This will teach you everything you need to know to train successfully from day one, which means you hit the ground running with your strength and fat loss training. You're also going to get a custom fitness program. This is designed for you and your goals, not some random workouts that are made for 20 somethings who love to work out for workout's sake. And this will actually get you stronger, boost energy, improve cardio, and burn body fat. All of your sessions will be 100% trainer-led, so you're never left struggling to figure things out on your own, giving you the ability to accomplish your goals faster than you ever thought possible. And last, but definitely not least, you're going to get our pocket nutrition guide and access to our nutrition coaching app, so you can discover the principles to look move and feel amazing without spending countless hours in the kitchen and get off the diet roller coaster forever. If that sounds like your kind of jam, I'd invite you to head to bspnova.com. All you're going to want to do when you get there is click the button at the top that says click here to claim your free week and we will be in touch to get this party started.